This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Don't you think that Britney should have been a cop? You'd no. make a great you'd make a no. great cop. No, no. you would. Because I was a medic in the military because I wasn't good at, like, I liked getting away and doing, like, the side job and, like, chilling out. (laughs) I was not a good... I hate medicals. I know. That's the one thing I hate on my job. Uh, People, like, and, like, medics in general, we just, we find a spot to lay down and read. We are... Oh, that's nice. It is. Yes, we we, we relax until you need us. Like, we're always in chill mode. I had a, um, when we would go uh, to Camp Ripley, I had an ambulance that I, like, rigged up a little bed in. Because, like, until you need us, we chill, we read. Like, I am like a cat around the military. (laughs) Like... And they used to call me Gypsy because I'd be like hidden in some place and right. then come out with like some sort of little tinker. Like I was not, you know. You'd and I was be attached a great to, cop. I'm telling you. I was attached because you care. Well, I but I was attached to an infantry unit and they had a different mindset than right, I did. Right, and right. I was like, <laughs> so I and I, I you know I love cops and and I think there's something beautiful about you coming and talking about it and you know. I, a big problem we had in the military, and this is just me speaking on, like we talk about some of the systemic issues, is that people would cover for each other. Right. And, you know, we had a couple emails, people texting or messaging in about what's going on. There's so many good cops. I know there's so many good cops. I interact with them all the time. So, like, what happens in a, in a station when you know there's a bad cop? So one, I think one of the challenges you see in a lot of the bigger agencies in Minneapolis, maybe, whether it's Minneapolis or Detroit mm-hmm. or Chicago, yeah. these agencies are so big. Yeah. You know, they you you have several hundred officers who don't know each other. Oh, okay. So they develop um, cultures within that agency. I see. And one of the challenges, if you look at um, look at uh, Minneapolis Shot Spotter, for example, I don't know if right. you've ever gone online to to look at that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, this year, if you look at shots to, to year to date, it's every corner of every block. It is. There's been shots reported. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. So those guys who work up there, I yeah. have friends that work up there, and all they do is go from shooting to shooting to shooting. That's all they do. They don't do traffic. They're not allowed to do traffic stops in some areas. Really? Um, you just all you could do is go call to call to call. And when you are in that environment. For so many years without being taken out of that environment, you get to the point where you're always on guard. Yeah. You're always watching your back. You're always, because uh, you're always dealing with people, or not always, but m- more often than not, you're dealing with people who don't want you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that becomes your norm. So it, it hardens you. Yeah. You know, so a lot of agencies really try and move people from uh, either precinct to precinct or different assignments, whether it's investigations, whether it's um, DUI enforcement or whatever, you know, different, different areas. So they don't get, they don't get complacent or cold in, or they don't get stuck in that one area. Yeah. Um, but for those guys that are working those high crime areas and they do it year after year, after mm-hmm. year, after year, um, it changes you. Yeah. I mean, the job changes you anyway. There's so oh, much yeah. stuff you oh, see yeah. in here that you can't unsee. I know. I, you, you that's, know. I couldn't do that. Yeah, You can't, and, you know, so you just have to find a way to, to manage it. And, uh, some can and some can't, Yeah. you know, and it's, it's a struggle. Well, thanks for yeah. Thanks for letting me speak to that. I yeah, think, and ask no, that. absolutely. It's, yeah. Could you just delete that, Rudy, the part where she was talking? I just uh, <laughs> this is the whole show. Yeah. Actually, 
See, they don't even record. Mine doesn't even yeah, go out. It doesn't, 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 doesn't even go out at all. <laughs> this is like a Make-A-Wish program that I'm just even in here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, when you look at 900,000 cops nationwide and you look at, you know, how many millions of contacts that they have with people. Yeah. And it's one or two here and there that have, that get into a, an incident where it's criminal. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no numbers that support systemic whether it's systemic use of force or systemic racism, there's no there's no numbers to support that nationally. Now there may be certain cultures and different yeah, agencies absolutely. that have issues that need to get cleaned up. Absolutely, you know, um, because but but the reality is no 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 nobody hates a good nobody hates a bad cop more than a good cop. That's what I. That's, no, I agree. I, I you know that's how I. F- I mean, it must be true just because like. Yeah. In the military, we all knew. I mean, we were very protective of everybody, which right. was terrible. I mean, I'll be very no, honest. Absolutely. I'll speak on that. When yep. I, an infantry unit, you know the people who are crazy. You know the people that shouldn't have guns, and you just go, <laughs> right. "Watch out! Don't don't walk in front of that right, one." You know. Right, right. And we're so protective over our people, and so I, I always had that mindset. So it is lo- amazing to hear because I assume so, and I lo- I mean, yeah. I got to do a ride along with Andy Stender with. Yeah, sure. His dog yep. Booker, who yep. yeah. baby Booker. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I've, I've been so lucky, and the interactions I've had makes me have faith in right. police officers. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I love hearing that. You know, there's nothing that a good cop hates more than a bad no, cop. No, no, and it's true. And um, but the bond that you get with the guys that you work with is unlike no <laughs> other bond you're ever yeah. going to have with in, in any other line of work. Um, because those guys will die for you. Yeah. Um, and law enforcement's no different. Law enforcement's very different than anything, any other first responder job too. There's no other first responder career where you send one guy into the fire. Mm -hmm. You know, the fire department's never going to send one guy into a house fire. You know, they're going to send a team. Right. In military. My youngest, you were in the military. My my youngest son's in the military. They don't send one guy in. They send a team in because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to go in and dominate and take care of whatever the problem is. With law enforcement, we, we send one guy in, and we expect him to go in, whether right. it's an active shooter in a school or whether yep. it's a domestic or, or um, whatever the case may be. It's the only career like it where we expect one guy to be willing to run in when everybody else is running out. <laughs> and, then, and then armchair quarterback everything that he does um, when the call goes to shit. Right. Excuse my language. Show yourself I know. Out. Sorry. One of my favorite stories of all time, I'm four years old. We, at the time, lived uh, at Spruce Place, right about a, half a block off of Loring Park. Yep. We had moved, we're, we'd moved a few months later, I do remember, but I was playing out front because we lived in a, an apartment building okay. right there, 1200 Spruce Place. And I'm playing out front, just having a great time. I'm four years old. Just everything's wonderful. And uh, I hear, young man. And I look up, and I keep looking up, and I keep looking up, because there's a cop in full uniform. Uh, he's about 6'2". He goes, are you Tom Bernard? I, yes, sir, I am. Goes, you need to come with me. I'm like, what? He said, you need to come with me right now. Uh, we're going to go see your mother. Turned out to be her cousin. Oh, <laughs> so mean. That's so mean. As a kid... Oh. Lamont Dean. I think about Lamont my nephew. Lamont was one of my favorite people on earth. I loved that man. Lamont Dean. Now that's Lamont a name. Dean. That was her cousin, Lamont. He, he died just a couple years ago. He lived to be oh, like 92 funny. years old. 
That would scar kids. I mean, you still, you can tell that you have a visceral memory of that. Yeah. Oh, God, it scared the piss yeah. off. Cops, like, cops tend to have a different sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they, they do. We had one proposal of they an officer do. who proposed to another officer who was a cop. And um, oh. I was in investigations at the time, and, I, and, and he brought up, this was TJ, and he brought up this idea where, where I want you to bring my wife in and give her the impression that you found uh, illegal porn on my computer. Oh my God! And then, really? And, and, and then you run her through the ringer, and then I'll propose to her. Mm. I'm like, I, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. So I interviewed her and gave her the impression that there was child porn on the computer. Stop! And TJ's on the backside of the two-way mirror or one-way, one-way, one-way mirror. Yeah. Because yep. this was an o- older. We didn't have video back then, and and he's he's watching, and I, I've got her crying. <laughs> and I know both of them. I'm one of the investigators there. And, and I, I said, okay, I'm going to let you take a break. I'm going to walk out and I'll come back in. So I walk out and TJ's outside. And I'm like, TJ. He's like, no, this is great, dude. Keep going. I'm like, really? Yep, keep going. All right. <laughs> so I go back in. I make up another, another line of crap. And I'm just telling her you know, how much trouble he's going to be in, how much trouble she could be in because the computer was in her house. So there's a possession issue. And then the third time I went out, TJ's like, no, keep going. I'm like, no, dude, I got to quit. I got to stop. I got to stop. And he came in with me, and she just kind of, her jaw just dropped. He came in with me, and he got down on one knee, and then she slugged him. <laughs> oh, my God. And well, then, and then, there then, you and then go. he proposed. She said yes, thank God. But I was going to say, I there's an option in there. There's her not father a- at the wedding was very cold to me. He didn't seem to have a very good sense of humor about my, my joke. I, anyway, yeah. not was, it wasn't even mine. It was TJ's. And he took it way further than I was going to. But oh, my She took it hook, line, and sinker and was very emotional. And also, there's some things that you can't, like, there's an impression that like, gets put on your head when you oh, find yeah. something like that out. Oh, yeah. Where you have to remind yourself. Like, you it's like, like when you wake up from a bad dream and your husband right. cheated on you in yeah. the dream and yeah. you're pissed at them. Right. Like, yeah, that is still now impression She in checked her. his Google history for months. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Just to make sure that he's not on Pornhub or oh something. Oh, my God. We have to take a quick break here. Be right back. <laughs> Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Chris Egger will join us right after this. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water. That is beautiful. No question. Entertain the kids, float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at The Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at The Power Lodge. You've heard it. Brittany is trying to get me to commit to buying a new pontoon for her family (laughs) to hang around. And the easiest way to have a bunch of friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. We know that. I had instant friends when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer with new friends on your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge. Miller Marine is St. Cloud's largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. You know that. Yep. Mo definitely. That is a fact, as a matter of fact. And my friends at the Power Lodge brought Miller into the family. Throttle therapy on land and water. Go to powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. And please tell them that Tommy sent you. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? 
Ads for your competitors? Hubbard Interactive can help. They're a Google Premier partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp, plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, my pillow towel sheets and so much more call 800-516-5146 use promo code tom or go to mypillow.com make sure you use the promo code tom the new tom bernard morning show is proud to have partners like north american banking company bradshaw and bryant my pillow and attorney and advertiser dave bielke i've been advertising on tom bernard shows for years i like tom not just because he's a good guy but because the ads i run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help tommy b works for me grow results for your business by partnering with the tom bernard morning show visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. That's great. Don't mention the black guy that's on the show. That's wonderful. Don't mention Tevin. He was so heartbroken. I can't believe they didn't even met one black up. man on the show and they don't even mention him. We that's started real listing off the names. Our friend Tevin's on on Wednesdays. And he's like he's this not on the promo. super like optimistic. He was all excitable. I was like, oh, they're putting a list. And I start pointing at him. And then the name never comes. And he looked like... A kid at a birthday party that's balloon just oh, popped. Oh, Tevin. Like, no. Poor Tevin. <laughs> what are you going to do? So funny. Don't you love that guy? Oh, I Don't love Don't tell him Tevin. I said that, though. I mean, I think he knows. He knows that I like him. I think the jig is up. Very unfortunate. <laughs> very, very unfortunate. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I now, and, and I, I have to tell you this because it's absolutely true, uh, Catherine, when, before she left on Friday, she's coming back today, and I'm looking forward to it, but uh, I asked her what she wanted for Mother's Day. And she said, I know exactly what I want for Mother's Day, if you'll commit to doing it. I said, okay. She said, for one year, starting on Mother's Day, which was yesterday, you cannot watch the national news for a year and see how it, it improves your life. So for the first few days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I did not watch the national news. I got up this morning and watched you, Chris Eggert, on the local news, and I'm in a much better mood. She's absolutely right. I'm in a much better new mood not listening to those pukes on <laughs> CNN and Fox and MSNBC. And, ugh. They're horrible people, Chris. Horrible. Pukes. Uh, that's a very underused word. I agree, you puke. <laughs> now, Chris, I'm telling you, it, it, I think the big difference is, I mean, you cut a fine figure. You're a handsome devil and all that. But that's all it is on national television. They got no, they're not news people. They're more actors than anything else. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, I mean, that can be said, yes. I wouldn't okay. say across the board. I think there's some I think there's some people who are trying to do things the right way. I but so. I, to your point, I think it seems like those people are fewer and far between, you know? I this five minutes in this morning, I'm watching you on Channel 5, Eyewitness News, and I said, why do I have to work with him? No, that wasn't it. It was something else. It was something else that I said. My partners have been asking themselves that for, for decades now. So it's, you're, you're not alone. We are from the Officer Down podcast, Scott Rose and Rosie Rose. His lovely wife is with us. Can I call your wife lovely? Is that a no, Some guys is, don't like she that. She is lovely. Some guys don't like that. No. You're like, oh, giving her a compliment. Absolutely. Leave me alone. No, it's all good. What do you think, Rosie? I'm here. She <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Okay, well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're in studio because it's, uh, you know, the Officer Down podcast, obviously. But this is a National Police Week, National Peace Officers Memorial Day, as a matter of fact. They're in studio. Chris Eggert. So I watched the news this morning, yeah. and I left the house in a good mood. And that's because good. of you and the kids. Everybody else on the, on the morning news. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I, I, and Scott, I'm glad you're there. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely familiar with your work, and I know today's National Peace Officers Memorial Day. And we took a live shot from the Capitol this morning oh, awesome. um, as, as there was an officer there. And it's always, I think it's an, always an important time for people to think about it, and particularly uh, in Minnesota and in western Wisconsin over the course of the last month. It's been a, a really tough time for officers. And more of a reminder that it's dangerous work. And, and you were saying that, Scott, a minute ago, like uh, 
there are few professions that do what you do who send people into situations and sometimes you know you're going in by yourself you don't you never really quite know how it's going to play out so right, i'm right. glad you're here and presenting your perspective yeah well thank you appreciate the support Let's next week much. we're gonna have a criminal in what do you think we have to even out by law we have to <laughs> yeah, even yeah. it out have to get both sides so, yes yeah they're gonna talk you yes that'd be good <laughs> Except all the criminals I knew growing up are all dead, so I can't bring in a criminal. They're all dead. I'll find one for us. (laughs) Honest to God, what what am I going to do? So, Chris, what's the latest? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. It was uh, the news today, fairly quiet, which is good. There's a fire in White Bear Lake last night where somebody got hurt. Mm. Um, There's been a lot of flooding problems down in southern Minnesota. I know this weekend was pretty dreary for us, but it was even worse. Um, down in southern Minnesota, and there's several roads that are closed. There's a mudslide. Yeah, I you saw that. Yeah, yeah you don't hear about that happening in Minnesota very often because no. we don't necessarily have the landscape for mudslides. But um, And that was kind of down in the Mankato area where the fishing opener was this weekend. So um, I know at one point they had to, like, stop or delay the opener activities because of lightning at Madison Lake where the opener was happening. Mm, so, yeah, yep. Um, Rudy, I saw you got out and fished. Yeah, we did all right. Lake Winnebagosh, uh, you know, uh, the slot limit really kind of screws people because, yes. yeah, I don't know if you guys are uh, fishermen, but the slot limit, boy, they, yeah. the DNR knows exactly what they're doing at all moments at all times because they tell you, hey, you can't take any fish between the inches of 18 and 23. Oh, that's right. And guess yeah. what size fish you mostly catch <laughs> all day, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. They happen to just be 18 to 23 inches. Right, so, right. But I was, uh, it was a great time. I'm glad that we had a chance to get out. The, and it was so, we were talking about this earlier. The weather up north was spectacular as compared to yeah. Minneapolis, where it sounded like it was just nonstop rain. Yeah, and it, it, there, in fact, because it was it was so nice up there this weekend. There's like a fire danger warning today because it's while it was raining down here, it's 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 fairly dry up there, and I guess pretty windy. So that that's something else that's going on today. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to think what the contrast is in geography in our state from one end to the other. So. Brittany, did you go fishing for uh, for Mom's Day? Obviously. Look at me. That's the first thing I did. <laughs> I can um, tell the look on your face when we were talking about fishing was that of someone who uh, may have spent the weekend fishing. I actually did have a fun time looking at, like, Rudy's social media was cute. He did, like, Happy Mother's Day posts, and it was, like, five photos of him with fish. And then I think somewhere in those pictures was a picture of your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but every year on Mother's Day, I always post a side-by-side of my mom and Adam Sandler dressed up as the woman from the movie Jack and Jill. Sure. Because they look identical. They do not. You are? It drives my mom insane. Yeah, no, it's not great. It's not great. Sometimes I just post a picture of Adam Sandler, and I was like, I just wanted to say I love this woman so much, Mom. Thank you so much You're for giving me life. You're a monster. An actual monster. <laughs> Can I tell you what we did for Mother's Day, Chris? It was very, yeah, let's do it. It was very exciting. You're out of the mix. We, <laughs> went, we went to Costco, and just we... Just ignores me. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> we went to Costco and visited an umbrella I want to buy. We're going to buy that umbrella. Oh, so course. that was exciting. Mm-hmm. And then we watched Juno and we all took a nap and it was amazing. Was it? You visited I too went to Costco for Mother's Day. You did? You did? God, I went there twice this weekend. What a glutton for punishment. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> did you see that giant umbrella? Yeah, but I, I, 
I, I couldn't afford that. I spent too much money on flowers because that's oh. the time of year oh, yeah. right now where the True. flowers are super cheap. Yeah, so. no, I want to get one of like they've got like trees there, and that's like ne maybe next year we're gonna mess around with that. But yeah, I want this giant umbrella. It's huge. What what's that sandwich they have at Costco? It, it comes like a on a kind of like a Subway bun kind of deal. It the, is one of the most delicious sandwiches I've ever had. Chicken club, or, or is it a chicken, chicken club? club or call it. yeah. It's delicious, man. It's a good sandwich. I'm gonna go get one right now. I'll see you guys tomorrow. That, <laughs> you can't sleep on that food, man. It's a no. great deal. Like even if you're not hungry when you walk into Costco, you're almost like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go get something. I mean, it's freaking hot dog that's the size of a. I mean, I know it's that big for a mm -hmm. dollar. It's, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Which, which is your Costco, Chris? Uh, I go, I actually don't care wherever I'm closest in town. So I'll, I, it could be St. Louis Park, could be uh, Eden Prairie, could be Maplewood if I'm up over there. EP, baby. Is that cool? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, God. Is that the, was that the sign you did? I don't know. I've only lived there a couple e, years. Apparently. I don't know. If I'm trying to make, trying to make Eden Prairie Look, cool. this is an E. This okay, is an E. EP, uh, baby. <laughs> I saw Catherine and Alex, I saw a picture they posted on Instagram with mud, with those mask things on their face, which is really funny. Did you see that? No. What mask yes. things? They had like those. Oh, you like, saw it too. Yeah, Great. Go get a, I mean, like home makeover. Let's do like girl things and like put masks on our faces. It looked like they're having a great time. Oh, yeah. It was they, a really they, funny yeah. picture. <laughs> they needed a break. No question. Oh, my God. Yeah, those are beauties right there. Yeah, that's a good look. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Now I know I don't go on social media. Right there. There's a perfect example why I never go on social media. So what did you do, Tom? You just hang out then? Yeah, I looked out and went, oh, look, it's raining. Yeah. Every minute. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just pouring rain. What are you going to do? Well, there were hours, I guess, where it was. We were just anticipating pouring rain. So that's a whole different deal. But no, I actually did a lot of reading, watched a couple of things. I got a lot of exercise in. Over the weekend, I walked like 30 miles, which was good. Wow. I just went out and walked. When Catherine's awesome. gone, you just wander the earth. I wander the <laughs> earth till she comes back. That's exactly right. That's exactly what happened. I'm going to wander the earth till you get back here, and that's all there is to it. And any poor soul who runs into you gets to hear your sorrows of Catherine being gone. You know what else is wrong? I do that kind of deal. Yeah, that's exactly right. No question. No, but I just, you know. Uh, yeah, I know. I was going to go golf on Friday and Sunday, but it rained both days, so I got five total holes in, and about three of those I got soaked. So two holes of golf without any rain. It was a thrill. I know. Uh, that's not a very good deal right there. No. It's a rough weekend for sports. I tried to play tennis, and it immediately started raining on oh, Saturday. Yeah. It was yep. freezing rain, too. But I still got to learn how to play pickleball. You guys <gasps> play pickleball and pickleball any of you? I've never done it. I've never done it either. No. It looks fun. really fun. Yeah, it looks fun. Chris, and you play it? I haven't, but it's all the rage, man. All these like empty store, empty like um, in strip malls where yeah. you've got a big open space. Oh, there, yeah. A lot of them are converting into these pickleball spaces. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. And like turning it into like a fun place to go and hang out and have drinks and pickleball. And like it's a whole big thing now. I like Rudy play pickleball. I tried to get my daughter into it, but no, not at no. all. We, I, we tried it one time, and she was like, "Uh, I got to spend time with you." No, well, no see, that's yeah. the problem, right? Yeah. There's a donor. 
That's mm-hmm. going to drag my, it right into the mud. My family got so into pickleball that they oh, built yeah. a pickleball court at the cabin. So now we play it. Really? But it's pretty fun, though, because like we do like Is tournaments. It? And you don't have to, like, like tennis, you know, you need, like, years of learning how to serve and all mm-hmm. these things. Like, pickleball, anybody can jump in. And you can have a relatively good time. So it's pretty fun. So it is fun because yeah. Catholic keeps wanting us to tr- to kick it into high gear. Yeah, let's let's do a, tr- a family tourney. A family tourney, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it. It's super. Well, like it. Tom, I I brought this up several years ago um, when we talked about this over at your uh, that other place you were at. Um, what some place of my neighbors, <laughs> some of my neighbors are like uh, like Tom, number one fan, fan club, like presidents of the fan club, and um, they were like, you tell, they have a pickleball court. And they're like, you tell Tom to come over here. We'll play pickleball. We'll have a grand old time. Yada, 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 yada. I mean, so if you ever want to try it, like you got an open invitation at my neighbor's house. They've been talking about it for years. Oh, that's very, very nice of them. Are they, they're very nice people. They're very nice. And they love pickleball so much. Like they built a pickleball arena on their house. <gasps> Inside. An arena? Inside? Like Holy a, Hannah. A, a, a complex, and it's awesome. Do they have good snacks? Uh, they do. The last time I was over there, the, they and they had like a, like a whole little like indoor grilling area built off of oh the Oh, my God. Of it's like, so I'm hoping you'll go play with them so I have an excuse to go back over again because they're, they haven't asked me by myself to come back over again. <laughs> I'm very, very lucky because I have... I was sitting out with my neighbors for a little while last night. Uh, Mike and Susan and I sat out for a while, and all of my neighbors, I would say like eight, ten total houses we get together, usually on Fridays. We meet in someone's driveway. You bring your own chair, whatever, whatever you want to drink or whatever. We get some food once in a while. I love every – my neighbors are wonderful. Is that, is that unusual to have neighbors that you like all of them? Yes. No. I mean, <laughs> yes. Says yes. Yes, it yes. is unusual. Yes. Yeah, but I'm going to have everybody from the show over, so you'll, you'll obviously be invited to that. But I, I would like to put the show together with my neighbors because you guys would have so damn much fun. It'd be unbelievable. They're all big listeners. I'm in. There was a guy. Yeah, I was at the Lunds at 50th in France on uh, on Sunday or Saturday, excuse me, and I walk in the, in the door. And just as you walk through the door, to the right is the, the flowers and all that stuff you could buy for Mother's Day. And as I'm walking in, this guy goes, Tom, Tom, is that you? And I go, yeah, what's up? He goes, oh, Tom, I'm a big listener. I want you to have me on the show. So, Mike, if you're listening, call in right now. You heard me. Give him the number. He said, my name is, he could look it up himself. Okay, okay. No, it's 952. This one's always dark. I can't see what that says. Does it say 600? Yeah. Oh, you know, it's not just dark. The clip is over the number. Yeah. That's why I can't read it. 952-600-2575. Is that correct? Yeah. He said he would call in just because of his... Br- I couldn't tell if a Scottish, British, or Australian accent. Can you guys tell the difference? No, but I'll, I feel like we'll all swoon, right? Like. Oh, he's a great guy. He's a very, very nice guy. Big listener, the whole deal. So get off your ass, Mike, and call in, you Brit, Australian, Scotman. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, hot, hot. What the hell that is? Something. It's funny you bring up the accent, Tom. This morning I was listening to CNN International before I come to work because that's the only news that's on live. Like when I'm getting ready in the morning. Do they lie um, too? And I was, what's that? Do they lie like Fox and CNN here? Well, I I think I kind of like listening to the overseas because I think 
they offer a little bit different perspective than sure. what maybe yeah, some of sense. the American media outlets do. Um, but it was funny to me because, of course, they're both in their British accents, and they were talking about flooding in St. Louis, blah, 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 blah. And, then they, and I was like, what? And then I heard him say again something in Missouri, St. Louis. They referred to St. Louis as St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. <laughs> so funny to me. Yeah, L O U I S, Louis. Yeah, and and I remember when that when that uh, Prince Louis or whatever, when the little royal kid was born a couple years mm-hmm. ago, yeah. we were confused as to how to say it. I was like, oh, is it Louis or Louis? I don't. Know, it's just funny to me that that jumped out today as being such a weird thing. I was like, Saint Louis. From now on, I'm gonna call it Saint Louis. Saint Louis. I was like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, <laughs> and it t- took me a while to dawn on it. Oh, Saint Louis. You know what I love the most about that? You ever been to New? You've been to New Orleans, mm-hmm. right? When they mix all those fake accents they have there together, and now they're a real accent, it's hilarious. Like you can't understand one damn word those people from, let's say, outside the city limits. Honestly, guy, you walked out. Hey, could you tell me where the uh, blah 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 is? Like, what the <laughs> hell language are you speaking? And they're speaking English, but you could never tell. It, man, New Orleans is a freaking weird place. Oh, it's is it cool. ever? It's a cool place. I mean, and then you get out into the swamps, you keep going further out, and then it's like that Cajun man. You know, you and you better like, be what? nice. You better be nice yeah, to those right. Cajuns, I right. will tell you that. Yeah. They don't like it when you're not nice to them. I'm just here to tell you. No, you're right about that. Chris, will you give us one more of that <laughs> Cajun accent you just Yeah, that was a great <laughs> Cajun <laughs> Come on down. Hell of an accent. You got that nailed. I mean, you're all over that accent. I'm just here to tell you. Talented. Talented. I got to very quickly tell Scott and Rosie my favorite favorite story of all time about New Orleans. My buddy's sitting on the steps, 2 o'clock in the morning, can't sleep. So he's having a cigar sitting on the steps in front of the hotel. And it's 2 o'clock in the morning. And a little, like, seven-year-old girl comes skipping rope down the sidewalk. She's, like, seven. Two o'clock in the morning, by herself. And she goes, comes up and goes, what are you doing, mister? He goes, I'm just enjoying a cigar. And she said, enjoying a cigar? You better get inside before somebody kills you. And then skips away. Oh, it's like, whoa. Oh, no. like, what the hell? I would take her advice. <laughs> I, yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah, would, yeah. too. Believe Ten me. Seven. I'm out. She just literally warned him, get inside before somebody shoots your ass. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Okay. wow. She's seven. Seven years old, yeah. She's a little girl. <laughs> I mean, like... that sounds pretty New Orleans to me. It does, I mean, doesn't it? it That's it, a very it, New Orleans it, thing. It's a little jarring, but it's nothing surprising about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much I got true. A, I got a tattoo in New Orleans. Can you see it? Uh, oh, yeah, right? look at that. My, my Florida Lee right there. That's a, how long did it take to get that tattoo? That one was tiny. It was like, that took like... No, but I mean the whole arm. Oh, I don't know. It's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, so like, it took over the... Does it, so to do a tattoo, because Rudy, you got a tattoos on your arm. So how long does it take to get that done? Uh, the inside of my arm was about eight and a half hours, and that was oh my God. that was probably the whole inside Ooh. of my arm. Yeah. Oh, that's got to yeah. be a bitch. You have to sit still for eight and a half hours. Yeah, that one was that was oh. brutal, man. Especially like when you hit that like six hour mark. That's a that's a it's it, yeah. yeah it's oh, you're ready to get out of that chair. <laughs> three quarters of the way there. Reason. 
I got a news release from some operation out in L.A. Like they're putting people under under general anesthesia now for their tattoos. I'm like, oh. dude, that's so weak. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, really? it, I, I, when you're in your 20s, just go for it. But now that I'm in my yeah. 40s when I get tattooed, they do have, like, a topical solution that you can put on, and it'll oh, numb yeah. it. And the, I'm totally – I've earned my right to be able to sure. use that. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a merchant marine, okay? I'm a podcaster. So I'm going to use the uh, I'm gonna use the, uh, the, the Novocaine on top of my arm if for I, sure. If I have to, li- like, lay there for that long, oh. I, mean, I want an epidural. Oh. Like, I want a straight-up spinal block. An epidural block. waist up. Like, why not? Yeah. Plus, I'm sober, so I'll take any chance I can well, get to just true. be, like, out of my gourd. That's very, very I mean, they're true. talking, like, plastic surgery. Like, they put you out, general anesthesia. You wake up and your whole, you know, whatever it is you're getting tattooed. I don't know. I think that's that's lame. I would love that. I would love that for the dentist. I know that, like, we should just be conscious for the dentist, but how nice would it just be to be out for the dentist? Just even teeth cleaning. Out. Oh, why not? It really? Even <laughs> it hurts that much? Do- no, I just think like, why not? Dogs get, dogs get to be put under when yeah, they're... That's true. <laughs> true. That is true. Can I get the same luxuries of a poodle? Like, yes. Yes, you. you can. I know you got to go, Chris, so I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Are you guys going to cover the story about the woman that got a call from her bank and woke her up? Hmm? Apparently it's some woman. I, I'm not going to read the whole story, just the headline. You tell. This woman gets a call from the bank... Woman wakes up to bank account overdrawn by a hundred billion dollars. Ooh. <laughs> it's gonna be a while to pay that one back. Can you imagine Ouch. that? So I don't know who made the mistake or whatever, but she obviously didn't have a hundred billion dollars in her checking account. And that was her checking account, by the way. I just oh love that. Isn't that a great story? How did you like to that's wake up awesome. to that? That's freaking awesome. I also feel like that's what my account is going to be like until payday this week because of the multiple trips to Costco. So. <laughs> Overdrawn by a hundred billion. Yeah, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be cutting her pretty close this week. That's for sure. Nah. Should have just done one trip and done in a giant umbrella. I know. I know. You know, one thing I hate about that is got those fifty-five gallon drums of cheese balls. Oh. That pisses me off. It's like, get that away from me. Are the the <laughs> pretzel, the peanut butter pretzel? Oh, I love those. Oh, I just walked by those. Matter of fact, yesterday, and I'm like, keep moving. No, I just can't keep moving. When those are in the pantry, it's a real casual grab of oh. like four hundred calories. Like, I love that. Yeah, well, that's the other. Put in my pocket and drive. <laughs> Dude, I put a I put like a ziplock a ziplock bag of them dumb things in my freaking car console. So oh, you're yeah. killing me, both of you. I love it. It's those. such a casual, insane oh, amount like, of calories. Well, I, I didn't eat breakfast. I was just, and then I'm like, no, stop, dude, get them out of the freaking car. Like, don't do it. I love that. My husband, when we were there on Mother's Day, he bought that like. 40 pack of cookies oh. and it's me and him that live there like go go can't even so i'm just like we're casually just eating giant cookies it's not okay it's not okay i'm gonna take a break chris has gotta go i mean my god that's not fair bye you guys i got a great story to talk about tomorrow uh i forgot uh, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be watching you from uh, I, I guess about 5 15 in the morning deep tease okay. here let's hear what's Cars are automakers are getting rid of AM radios in their cars. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it was in the Washington Post this weekend, which was pretty interesting. But I'm out of time, so that's it. (laughs) What a tease for tomorrow. Chris Haggard, ladies and gentlemen. Nice to meet you, Scott. Yep, nice to meet you too. Go away.
<laughs> what a nice man to work with. All right, so you're good to go. What do you got planned for the rest of the day for uh, for uh, National Peace Officers Memorial Day, for the week, all the rest of it? Rose and I are going to head over to the Capitol. Nice. Okay. Uh, we'll do that right away this morning. Head over there and help get things set up for the program tonight and make sure we're taking care of our Honor Guard officers there. Um, I've got a... We've got our memorial program for Southeast Minnesota on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm speaking down there. And then I've got a podcast coming up uh, that'll come out Thursday. It's a difficult one because it's our, it's my best friend from work who we lost in 2013. Oh, God. oh wow. So <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out how to format this where I'm, I'm narrating it, yet I'm in it. Yeah, I uh, understand that. So I've been interviewing our staff and... Uh, so that's that's an emotional one. So, uh, yeah. And Check. one more time, just so because our listeners have been writing in, this is Scott Rosen. What's the name of your podcast? So it's Officer Down Memorial Podcast. Okay. And it's uh, OfficerDownMemorialPodcast.com. If you don't uh, if you don't listen to podcasts generally, you can l- listen to it directly from there. One thing about the website: the website's got um, uh, evidence photos and and a lot of photos from each of these scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jerry Hoff one, when I when oh, I think right, of you, yeah. the Minneapolis yep. one from yep. '92, that one's on there. Um, but the website or anywhere, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we've had downloads in all 50 states and like 62 countries or something like that. Awesome. Yeah. We got a lot of listeners who want to know all that. So I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. That is a wonderful thing. And like everybody else who comes in, your wife's far too good for you. I know. So anyway, I know. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you both very much. Great having you in. We have to take a break. Be right back right after this break. This is the Tom Bernard morning show. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0, with its temperature-regulating technology, is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. 
Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walzer Nissan stores here in the metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walzer different than other Nissan stores? And why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So, not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal deal. Go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Two sixty nine per month for 24 months. 10,000 miles per year. 5,900 do it signing. Vin PC 261725. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's 8.51 now, nine minutes until nine o'clock. James Reed, our very special guest. Chimp Empire streaming now on Netflix. James, how are you this morning? Very well. How are you? Doing extremely well, James, but I got to tell you, I read the descriptor of what you're going to talk about, but I don't want to tell the people what you're going to talk about because I was like, oh my God, <laughs> all of this stuff you want to talk about is fascinating, whether it's talking about social politics, family dynamics, dangerous territory disputes, and these are all with chimps. This is a, what an amazing story, James. That's amazing. So what's the latest? Wow. I mean, what's the latest? You, you, you tell me. I mean, it, we, we've gone. It's always interesting. Um, I love working for Netflix, and I love all the people there. Um, it's always an interesting period when it sort of it, it gets released, and then you sort of it's just out there, and you and you just and you're not quite sure what what who's watching it or what people think. So that's the stage that we're at now. We're we're completely finishing it out there, and it's and it's. Uh, it's for people to see, and, and I hope people enjoy it. it. It was an extraordinary experience making it. Um, it was more dramatic than we sort of ever, ever imagined it would be. And I, and I think that, you know, I hope and I think we, we, we did a great job of, of really bringing people into the, the real lives of the Ngogo Chins. And they are a fascinating society in themselves. James, I have to mention previously, um, James previously directed the uh, hit Netflix documentary, My Octopus Teacher, a nature documentary about filmmaker, naturalist, and founder of Sea Change Project, Craig Foster, and his unlikely friendship with an octopus. Man, you got a great life, James. You get to do all this stuff while I'm sitting here doing nothing. <laughs> you know, I, I have been really lucky over the years, uh, and I, I, really, I really try not to forget that because... You know, these some, sometimes, you know, it's extremely hard work. I'm sure you appreciate, you know, there's, and, and, you know, it's nerve-wracking and it, there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of expectation and there's lots of things that make, make it difficult and not necessarily as enjoyable as you might imagine on a day-to-day -day basis. But at the same time, you know, Craig, an octopus teacher, is a good example. You know, I felt a complete privilege interviewing Craig about that. I remember thinking, you know, this is a this is a kind of story and a relationship that I don't think people have ever going to have imagined could take place. And here I am, actually, before anybody else hears it, he's, he's telling me about it. And and I, I really 
I remember feeling at that time that you know this is going to be extremely special because uh, I'm I'm hearing it raw, um, unedited vision, and I'm and I'm feeling really emotional, and I'm feeling like this, this is this is just something I've never really heard before, mm-hmm. and and it's a way way of people relating to the natural world that that is just new and inspiring and. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I have one of the greatest jobs and I, and I try never to forget that because the sort of things that I'm able to, to see and the people I get to meet and the animals I, I get to observe, you know, that, that it, it's a great job and I'm very lucky. You know, James, I was looking at you talking about social politics, family dynamics, dangerous territory disputes. Uh, the chimp, Who figured this out first? Was it the chimps that taught us or did we t- teach the chimps? But... <laughs> I'm not quite sure what you're getting out of there, but I think that the, you know, chimps are not our ancestors. We 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 share an ancestor right. with chimps. Yep. So so they, it's not it's not exactly like looking into a sort of more primitive version of us. In in fact, in in many ways, they're they're not less more primitive at all. We sort of diverged mm-hmm. from these. We we come from a common ancestor. But but there are definitely things in chimpanzee life that can can be indicators, depending on what your sort of scientific perspective is. But some people do use chimpanzees as as a way of trying to understand the origins of human behaviour. Right. And you know, it, it's quite it, it can be quite a controversial topic. You know, but but I mean, I would say that all the scientists who work at Ngogo they all have an anthropological background. So that tells you something. You know, they, they try and limit the interpretations anthropologically. You know, it's not, it is not a window into our past, but it is, it is, there are definitely things to be learned about how we came to be the way we are by studying chimps. Do you think most people understand, like there's another line in the descriptor here, Chimp Empire explores the fascinating world, the largest chimpanzee society ever discovered. Uh, are most people aware that there is a chimpanzee society, that you've discovered the largest one ever? Do, do most people even know that about chimps, that, that they're that? I mean, they, they, they think th- things through, do they not? I, I, I don't know. You know, that, that's, a, that's a really good question. What do people know of chimps? I mean, I think that... Yeah. Big sections, big sections of human society that know of chimps, you know, from the olden days when you saw them on, on adverts for, for tea and things, and then what they observe of chimps in the zoo. Or, and this is a bit of a sad part, what they hear about stories of chimps attacking people at zoos and things. You know, chimps have got, people have views on chimps, but they're really quite different. Very few people, I think, really understand the complexity of uh, what society, chimpanzee society is like in the wild. And, and the Ngogo society, the Ngogo community, is, is so unique. It's, it's, it's enormous for a start. So that, it's not just a bit bigger than the next chimpanzee community. At their, at their peak, there were 240 chimps at Ngogo in one group. And that is well over double the, the next biggest group. So they, they are an enormous group. And that affects everything. That, that you 
know, that affects their entire social structure. It affects their relationship with each other within the group. It affects their ability to overcome rival groups. So, so Ngozo has a lot of unique and interesting things going on. But what was so amazing for us was that among this sort of complex network, this sort of family and social group, there are so many different personalities. And all those personalities of Ngogo, they all have different objectives and they're all trying to they're trying to serve their own their own agendas at the same time as the agenda of the group. And and that's what makes chimpanzee life so interesting. Every day they've got they've got things they're trying to do. They're always trying to do something, whether it's building a relationship with a particular ally or taking down a rival within their group. And they might be doing it indirectly by building a relationship with that chimp's best friend so that they can try and undermine their relationship. Or they're trying to overcome uh, their, their big rival group in the forest. They're always trying to do things. God, what amazing story. I know you have to go to your next uh, interview, but I have to ask you a question. I had a friend many, many years ago. This is a long, long time ago. And uh, I worked with him doing some voiceover and this, that, and the other thing. He said, hey, you want to come over? I'm having some people over tonight uh, to have a cocktail or whatever. I said, yeah. So I go over there. And this guy had a monkey as a pet. I don't know how common. Is it it common for people to have monkeys in their house? No, I mean... (laughs) I think probably more common than than we would think or we would know. Right. There's probably a lot a lot of monkeys kept illegally as pets, and and there's probably a lot of places where it's still legal to keep monkeys as pets. I mean, if you spend time with these creatures in the wild, it just seems insane that you could expect them to have a normal life and behave mm-hmm. normally within a house. But you know, chimpanzees in particular, you know, they they. If you've been at Ngogo, it's a huge territory, massive forest, giant trees. They live in a three-dimensional world with with swamps and rivers, and, and, and it's just a truly wild and magical place. And they, they can travel up to 20 kilometers a day. And then you see them confined in, in small spaces in, in people's homes or, or in enclosures in zoos, which... You know, I have nothing against these, and they and they perform a great function for 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 educating the public and he, and even for keeping certain endangered species alive. But I don't know. You get a funny feeling when you see chimps in captivity, when mm-hmm. you've seen them in the wild, because they are the forest. You know, they they they're so perfectly designed for that for that life, and and they go where they please, and, they, and it's hard to see them in captivity. James, uh, let me just close with this. Should I take it well or poorly that every time I went to my friend's house, the monkey was there, and as I sat on the couch, he would come over and pat me on the head and then walk <laughs> away? Why would the monkey pat me on the head? <laughs> I, I think, I think your, your instincts about that behavior is probably accurate. He was, he was, he was patronizing you. And he was, he was reducing yep. you to an un, un, unthreatening rival. He was just like saying, yeah, you're mine. You pose no threat to me, little guy. So oh, I, a... I'm in charge here. So that was not friendly. He was just, he was, he was undermining you. No, he was telling me who was boss, no doubt about it. James, thank you so much for your time this morning. Chimp Empire, streaming now on Netflix. Thank you, sir. 
Yep, he's gone. Yep, I yep. thought so. Yep. Uh, fascinating. Did you see my octopus teacher, Tom? Yes. Yeah. No, I have not. You should. Oh, I got to watch that. It, it that was, sounds fascinating. It was so good, Tom. Is that on Netflix as well? Yeah, yeah and it won okay. the, the Academy Award for Best Documentary 2021. Really? It's very good. God, I got to watch it. Makes buddies with an octopus. Yeah, it really makes you kind of look at, at some animals, like, you know, on the hierarchy of things that we should maybe be protecting, like octopus, uh, whale. Any, and somebody put it best, I think, this week when they said, anything that mourns when it loses someone of its yeah. family, like yep. elephants. Yep. I was like, you know what? That's a really good point. Like, people go, how can you hunt deer? I'm like, because they run into the street and they kill people on the highway <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And they, yeah, they're just dumb animals. They're, they're great and majestic and I love them, but we do have to have some herd control. We're like somebody who takes out an elephant. I'm like, why? I don't I get it. I don't get it either. And you just reminded me of one of the worst news stories I ever read years ago. And it probably happens more often than not. But a woman called in to the police department and said, I saw the new sign with the picture of the deer on it. How do you think the deer is supposed to know that's where they cross? Yeah. yeah. She literally thought <laughs> the sign was for the deer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was bleak. Okay, well. They can't even read, okay? So it says deer crossing. Yeah. How would they even know? Exactly. How are they going to know that, okay? You know, it's so funny that, that James mentioned that because I could tell by the way that monkey was patting me on the head. It was not friendly. It's like, you F with me, I'll take you apart. Sure. <laughs> like, what a weird world. You have a Isn't friend who had a monkey at their house. Oh, he had a parrot too. And every time the parrot would make a certain noise, he would run over and put his hand out so the parrot could poop in his hand. Mm -hmm. That's a true story. And you went to their house numerous times? Well, I, I only saw him do the poop yeah. thing once. And it was yeah. enough. <laughs> it wasn't like he was serving up mac and cheese with that pie. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure he wasn't. I'm, I'm positive that it was nice and clean and wonderful. And mm -hmm. Yeah, I, that is so, man, I, that's one thing I got to tell you. But being in radio, television, and voiceover, you're going to meet the craziest sons of bitches you're ever going to meet anywhere in your life. And when you go to their house, they do, always got some weird stuff going on. I'd be so uncomfortable if I went to somebody's house and they had a monkey. I would oh, be yeah, you so should uncomfortable. Be. Because a monkey will show you, as James said, will show you who's boss by patting you on the nut. Oh, oh aren't you a cute little thing? <laughs> like, it's, I'd be enthralled. God. Like, I'd want to stay. And I know I'd also be like, this is not okay. We cannot do this. I understand that. Oh, I love monkeys. Okay, so i got to run this by you. I've been wanting to do this, and I just looked up and realized we're already more than two hours into the show. Um, five times you definitely don't need to leave a tip. Okay. Do you worry about that kind of thing, you guys? I, yes, and it feels like tip options are everywhere, and then you're like, yeah. am I a monster? Even if I did the service, if it's like a buffet or whatever, and you go, should I not? Should I? What is the game plan? Okay, what's your number one guess on who should not be tipped? Probably like when you, the automated car wash things, is that an option for yeah, tips? Well, there you go. I suppose you could. Yeah, well, there's also the guys that wipe down the car at the yeah, end of it. Yeah, that's you know? right. Oh, right. yes. Yeah. You tip, yep. well, but I don't, they don't always have those. Well, like, because I go to, I think it's Eddie's. Or okay. No, it's not called Eddie's anymore, but it used to be on, on 66th in Edina. And I go to, I always go to that one. At the end of it, you get to the end, there's a little box that says tips are appreciated. Right. Yeah, right. yeah yep. and like the one I met, there's no humans at all in mm -hmm. it. It's all robots. No humans. I say no humans allowed. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.